This is Umami Conversations. Conversations to feed your soul. Thank you for leaving a review on Apple and Spotify and rating us. Enjoy this episode. Blessing. On this journey, I've had to see what parts of myself were genuinely me and what parts mm. of myself were influenced by others, right? And when mm. I say I'm Christian, that's what I mean. I mean, we should as, and I'm working on it, I, I don't get it right every day. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to actively choose to love your neighbor mm. as yourself. And to your point, that means that I need to actively choose to love myself. We speak all the time about how we're not wrestling against um, fresh blood, blood. But principalities and powers in high places. Is that not spirit? Mm, it's spirit. Is that not spirit? Is that not energy? Energy. Um, this is where my peace came. My peace came in understanding that God didn't call me to be in religion. He called me to be in relationship with Him. And therefore, you coming to judge my relationship with Him, you're out of place because you, you do not live my life. And it's only Him who has the power to judge the contents of my heart. But for me, it's been it's been a great experience of learning and unlearning. And also, in the same, giving myself grace. Hey, beautiful souls. So on today's episode... We have Rema Lee Grant Huggins. Rema hails from the twin islands of Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. She grew up in a fairly strict household and spent her teenage years encircled by her church. She believes that we are all here with intentions and purpose. While she's still trying to figure out her purpose, she intends to fulfill it. As an empath, Her desire is to have a positive impact on every person she comes into contact with. She works to make a better future for the ones that are coming after her, especially her siblings and her daughter. This is God has called us to relationship and not religion. Read Rema. Enjoy the episode. How are you, Rema? I am good. How are you, Agnes? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing really good right now that I'm here with you. So um, we're good. Rema, so... Um, I mean, we're not going to waste time. We're just going to like literally <laughs> dive in. We know how many hearts we're about to break today, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe no, we're gonna liberate. Maybe liberate. liberate. Yes, yes. No, we're not breaking hearts. That's not what we're about. We're about liberation, healing. Um, really just moving. Um, there's a book that I'm actually reading called, um, I, I just got the book. I think it's like Mending the Hearts of Humanity. Something about, oh, there hmm. it is. It's right in front of me. Awakening the heart of humanity, you mm. know, and I just started reading the first few lines, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's one of those books. Those. <laughs> um, so I am so ready to awaken the heart of humanity and those that are around us. Um, this is a conversation that we wanted to have. I don't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's uh, been a long time coming. Been, yeah, it's been a little while. And I remember I had shared something. I can't specifically remember exactly what I shared, but I know that I had posted something and, um, you know, you came up and you're like, yo, this is some real talk. And you told me that you grew up in a Christian home. I didn't even know I did. that. I did. Yeah. Um, and even before that, even before we get into that, we met. <laughs> where did we meet? Do you remember where we met? We met. Or how we met? Um, at, uh, an, I think it's the, I don't know if she called it the art of sexual magic, but it was um, sort of like a sister circle. I would call it that. We yeah. did uh, three yeah. days of, of, of fasting and yeah. reflection, yeah. albeit virtual, but we did three days um, yeah. of that, of spending, of, of holding space for each other and our, all of our different healing journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we was just so to our beautiful. Wombs. Yeah. Connecting yeah. to our wombs. To yeah. Our wombs. Um, and it, the, indeed it was really, really a, a beautiful experience. And I, I really hope that I get to experience this again, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was with Gitana T. Light. Um, mm-hmm. those that know her so yeah that's how we met and I didn't I had no clue that you grew up in a Christian home and you know you're like yeah I grew up in a Christian home and this and this and that and one yep, of the yep. powerful things that you told me was that although you did grow up in a Christian home you've kind of ventured into learning or practicing if I'm using the right word African um, not African um, Chinese Tra- medicine yeah, traditional Chinese medicine traditional yeah. Chinese uh, I, w- I would love for you to walk us through your childhood. Okay, so um, um, how was that? 
<laughs> this is interesting. So I, I've been very blessed in terms of my parental unit. And that's what I like to call them. My parental unit is not made of just my mom and my dad. Mm. Um, so my parents split when I was seven years old. Um, they have both, they were both happily remarried and living mm. their lives. So I had, in addition to my two parents, I also had my two step parents. Um, but my relationship with my biological father, and I'll say it this way, um, it has since been mended, but it, it was on the rocks for quite some time. And so I had this person who stepped in, was my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, no relation or affiliation to my mom, but mm-hmm. my dad, my dad. Um, and he's a pastor, actually. So I grew mm-hmm. up as a pastor's kid. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't, I am not, I shouldn't say was not, I am not his biological daughter. Um, I'm his daughter anyway. And yeah. it comes with it comes with a certain level of responsibility and scrutiny on you that mm-hmm. still to this day I get when I go mm-hmm. home to my home church. So much so my husband joked when we went to church, I think we went on a Christmas day. He's like, Oh my god, you didn't tell me you were a celebrity. <laughs> So my childhood has, it was interesting in the sense that I had the aspects or the, the insights from several different people who were, who were shaping and molding me um, in different ways. So I grew up in church. For all intents and purposes, I grew up in church. I spent, mm-hmm. as one of those kids that spent Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday in church, mm-hmm. surrounded mm-hmm. by church friends all I had I didn't have church friends I just had friends and all of them were from church church. Mm. I could kind of relate I didn't grow up in a in a like my parents weren't pastors or anything like that but in my uh I would say adulthood like Mm -hmm. early adulthood we really stepped into um like we always went to church in and out but during like my early 20s is where my mom kind of like she fell into this situation health wise and we were led to start going to church like intensely you know so for the major part of my adulthood like i became literally like a church girl i would say too you know but you know i was a a sunday school teacher and everything and um i kind of i would understand what what, i do understand actually what you mean by like being at church from monday to monday Mm -hmm. (laughs) or sunday to sunday And everybody that surrounds you, everyone that you know, is literally from the church. Yeah. And I don't know about you, how that was growing up as a, you know, a pastor's um, child. But for me, it was like I had, like I had friends that were not necessarily going to church or from church. But and those friends, after a while, I couldn't necessarily hang out with them as much anymore. You know, because I felt like there was a there was a, there was a part of me then that no longer associated you know I, I i couldn't really associate with them and i couldn't really relate I felt like to them yeah. relate to them totally. yeah so like they yeah. were the sinners you know and yeah. like yeah we're like yeah. the holy ones you know what i mean yeah. like what there's just i think there's a scripture in the bible that says something about how no that's when you get married don't be unequally, unequally yoked. yoked but it does yeah. say that you shouldn't spend time in the presence of um basically non non christians non believers yeah. So it it, te- it does tell you to be aware of the company that you keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, for you, you you mentioned that there's different people that molded you. Yes. Um, could you explain that, like Ooh. molding in, in what way? In what way? Yeah. So um, we can get into that if you want as well. But like I, I have had it on this journey. I've had to see what parts of myself were genuinely me, and what parts mm. of myself were influenced by others right so um when i say molded me i genuinely mean that i mean i'm 10 11 years old my perception of reality is highly dependent on what other people around me tell me right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. for me and this is where this is how my journey started uh, i i was bullied really badly in school like really badly Mm -hmm. um and so like i had one set of parents like just toughen up it's okay Right, mm. and then I had another set of parents that are like, "Just turn the other cheek, you know. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like, just mm-hmm. take it 
and just turn the other cheek and not have other parents, you know, they're telling me fight. So mm-hmm. that juxtaposition in in a sense did give me the opportunity to have to decide what I wanted to do. What you want. Mm-hmm. Um um I've always been and this is in my nature, I realized that that it's a character trait of mine that I'm I I follow the rules. I'm yes. one who follows the rules. I, I, I don't, I didn't have, even though I was a pastor's kid, I didn't have that state of like, oh, that rebellious stage that everybody goes okay. through. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that in my teenage years, not even in my 20s. And I, I left wow. my parents' house at 17. I moved here at 17. Really? So, Interesting. Yeah. Like I, I didn't have that rebellious phase. But I think it's just my nature. By nature, I just follow the rules. You follow the rules. Okay. Yeah. So when I say mold, that's what I mean. I mean, people who af- who had the ability to influence my perception of reality. You know, when you talk about perception of reality and you talk about molding and being bullied and trying to figure out, like, who am I? Do you find that in at that moment you lost Rayma? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm still... I think they're okay. I feel like this is something that's cyclic. Um, I found in my late twenties, I knew exactly who she was, and then I had a baby. And I'll tell you that mm. that shakes you up a little bit, and you're like, "Who is this woman?" Mm. Right. Mm. So I'm still on that journey again to yeah. finding who 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 I am now, not just as an individual, but an individual who has a child. Um, which which is a whole other journey, but I felt it was sim- it was similar because in in your teenage years you are trying to figure out who you are, and I don't think I did that aspect of it until I left my parents and was able to step away and say, okay, this is everything that they've taught me. What do I want to keep from what they've taught me, and what do I want to let go of? And it took for me moving away and being outside of my comfort of everybody that I know and outside right. of that, that protection, but still under, I would say, the covering <laughs> yeah. of my parents mm-hmm. um, to really explore who am I as this person? Because I don't think in the household that I lived up, I lived in, I don't think I would have had that freedom to do that if yeah. I still lived with my parents. Um, my mom's a real strong, like she's a very strong personality. Um, and to this day, I think she says something and I still, I have to check myself because mm. immediately what my mom says in my head, she was like, I was a little child. whatever my mother says is truth. So I need to check myself and be like, Hey, do you actually believe that? Wait, hold on. Mm. So, um, which is, so getting into how I ended up in the position of, of um, TCM, I was going from uh, massages at this place, um, Setsuko, Setsuko, Ekoi Setsuko, for those who are in Montreal. Um, and I was having a really tough time with one of my bosses. He was a bully. And it just kept bringing me back to that point in my life as a child when I was bullied and the day I walked in and she looked at me she's like are you okay and for the first time in my life I didn't say yeah I'm okay and continue I said no and I started crying I don't cry very well then I started speaking to her and like he's just a bully he's just a bully whatever I want so she started going on I was also in at a point in my life where um, I met my then boyfriend, now husband, mm-hmm. and he he's not someone who grew up in church. He's mm-hmm. the exact opposite of, I would say, not exact opposite, but he's not at all what my parents would have, um, would have selected guess, or selected chosen for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I felt like he was just perfect for me. And I was having a really hard time kind of navigating the how do I accept the fact that to me, this is, this is my person, but mm-hmm. I know that this is probably not the person that my parents would have chosen. Mm-hmm. So yes, I was getting bullied at work, but the real core problem wasn't that. The core problem was my identity, one, and that the duplicity of what do I want and what do my parents want. And Mm -hmm. um, and then I said to her, I don't know if I can do this. My parents are very strict. I shouldn't. And then I started telling her all the shouldn'ts. I shouldn't be living with my boyfriend. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't.
shouldn't be. And she goes, okay, but do you feel bad about it? And mm-hmm. I said, no. And that, I think that was the thing. So like, it wasn't, I, it wasn't you speaking. No. no All these students wasn't. were not, it wasn't you. It was no. your parents that were speaking. Yes. Yes. And so I 100% still identify as Christian because to me, what Christian means is, follow, is following the teachings of Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, there are traditions that come with it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to all of the traditions at this point in mm-hmm. my life, but mm-hmm. I, in the truest sense of the word, I believe everything that Christ taught. Mm-hmm. What I is the one thing? That. You know, what is the one thing I know that you said everything, but that is what is the one thing about the teachings of Christ that because, you know, there's a lot of people that grew up in 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 christianity and they just like mm-hmm. they're like on that like i'm not about that life anymore mm-hmm. i'm done with this this teaching on this yeah. i'm done with it what held you what held you to say like nah yeah i'm doing he this said when he left i and i i will always remember this there's one commandment that i'm leaving unto you Come love on. thy neighbor as yourself mm. he's only calling us to love mm. All the extra stuff, that stuff we add. Mm. That stuff we add. He said, one commandment I leave unto you. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm. So why are we not listening to the one commandment that he left? Mm. <laughs> Love thy neighbor as yourself. Let's break down that that passage because one of the things that I discovered from this same passage also growing up Christian and I I mean I think I I would identify myself still as a Christian too. I don't like using the word Christian. Yes, um, because of all the the stuff that comes with it. That comes along with it. But just like you, um Rayma, I do believe that the words of Yeshua was very profound. Mm -hmm. You know, and one of the things about this this being is that he spoke a lot in Proverbs. Like half of the time he spoke, it was all in Proverbs. And Proverbs sometimes, well, most of the time, if you're not at a certain level of understanding or if you don't have some type of like enlightenment, you ain't going to understand what the homie is saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this scripture, there was nothing. I don't know if that word is the right word. Proverbial about mm-hmm. it clean yeah. it was clear clear, clear. Crisp. love Eat your neighbor as yourself as yourself which means i don't know if it's the same thing for you but for me which means that first and foremost i need to love me yeah yeah you can't love somebody as yourself if you don't love yourself so a bit like you that is one of the scriptures actually that holds me yeah you know because i'm a strong believer that there is no greater power force on this earth than love. Yeah. Agapila, unconditional love. I agree with you 100% you know? there. And and even when you look at um you know like me stepping away from the church and like kind of looking into like more like the science aspect of things like quantum physics and genetics and all these things but just like even when we look at quantum physics and we look at the frequencies and you know they have like this chart that tells you like the different level of frequencies and the highest frequency is love the highest one yeah so what are people seeing like (laughs) what are you guys telling me what 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 has the church been teaching people this whole time it's something that i this is this is my own and i'm obviously this is my own observations we need to remember that the church is full of people yeah and um people inherently they go through fluxes in their life right Mm -hmm. Um, people who have power and influence over others tend to crave more power and influence that's Mm -hmm. human nature so the church has been used Time and time again, actually religion has been used time and time again as a tool of control. Um, But if we stepped away from wanting to control, we would would realize God didn't want to control us. If he wanted to control us, he wouldn't give us free will. That's right. Right? So for me, that's why that is the the thing that when you ask me, what is the scripture that holds me? That is scripture that holds me. And when I say I'm Christian, that's what I mean. I mean... Mm -hmm. That we should, as, and I'm working on it, I, I don't get it right every day. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to actively choose to love your neighbor 
mm. as yourself. And to your point, that means that I need to actively choose to love myself. I love that. Actively choose. And it, that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Is that action behind the but love. Love is not passive. Love is not a passive thing. Love is an action. It's you action. have to do something. Yes. So wow. that's why I don't, I don't see such a juxtaposition. I never saw juxtaposition in, in religion and science. Actually, yeah. I should say this. Um, I don't consider myself particularly religious either. Yep. Yep. Same here. Um, spirituality and science. Yeah. In spirituality and science. Um, because I don't, I think I will correct myself. I do think that there is, they, they put religion and science at odds or religion and science is something that is at odds, but yeah. spirituality and science is not. It's hand in hand. It, yes. And I, I, when you talk about that, Rima, I, I personally think that like science is the, the, the physical manifestation or the human understanding of what spirituality is. Absolutely. Because we are spirit. And I believe mm -hmm. that you, you, you believe that too, right? We Absolutely. Are, we are spirit beings having this human experience. So the human Correct. part is science. We're going to break it down. We're going to explain to you what it is in words that you will comprehend. And even sometimes when you look at certain like science formulas, they don't necessarily make sense. Nope. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even, because, yeah, go ahead. No, no. Even, even in the sense of there are things that science still cannot explain. Cannot explain because there's We're things that just cannot yet. be explained. Exactly, <laughs> just not meant to know right now. Exactly, the capacity right. The of this human body is not meant. It's not meant to understand that. It's as you said, spirit. It's spirit. We, it's no spirit. But you go back. We speak to. We speak about in Christianity. At least I can only speak for Christianity. I don't know. I don't know enough about other religions. Mm -hmm. Um, we speak all the time about how we're not wrestling against. Um, Fresh and blood. blood. Principalities and powers in high places. Is that not spirit? Mm, it's spirit. Is that not spirit? Is that not energy? Energy. Um, I remember having a conversation with my mom, and I'm like, because I was saying something about, oh yeah, you need to fix your energy. <laughs> something like that. I said to her. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, you keep talking about energy, energy, energy. I'm like, okay, our body is made of what? Mm. Atoms, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Just purely scientifically speaking. Mm -hmm. She was, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm like, and atoms or what? Or what? She's like, energy. I'm like, right. Mm. So why are we speaking as if energy is not something that's real? Energy is science, is spirit. <laughs> it's the same thing. I was having a conversation with one of my guests, and that was like after we recorded. After the convo, I was so hot. I was like freaking boiling hot. And then she's <laughs> like, yeah, that's the energy. You know, and she's Christian too. She identifies as a Christian, but then more spiritual also. And she's like, yeah, that's the energy. That's, that's the, that's the spirit. And then she goes, you know, when we talk about like Holy Spirit, that's just mm -hmm. the Holy energy. I mm -hmm. was like, this. Yeah. I just start clapping for her. I was yeah. like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, we, I, I, I personally believe when I stepped out of Christianity, um, or, when I stepped out of the church, you know, the, the man-made mm -hmm. church or religion, let's, I think I'll use the word religion. I think that would make it more easy. When I stepped out of religion, that is when I really understood God, mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. and the world. Yeah. And I've been on this journey for only two years. Um, this journey started in 2020 where, and, and, and I've always, for me, you know, Rayma, I've always felt like there was always something, there was always something about me. There was, even when I started going back, going to church, like intensely, I always felt like there was, there's more than what y'all are telling me. There, there's, yeah. there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. I've always seeked for more. And I mean, they call me a seeker. So I guess that, that's what we do. We keep seeking for like... <laughs> for truth and, and and all that stuff and but the minute that i stepped out everything just was clear everything made, made sense. sense and you know and, and even though everything made sense i'm at a place in my life where you know sometimes i battle between the whole christianity spirituality like i'm tapping more into learning about african spirituality mm -hmm. and you know, and, and the more I read, the more sometimes I'm like super confused and everything. Um, But I was sharing this once again and I was just like, well, you know, in this confusion that I have, I am so empowered because it's my confusion. Mm -hmm. It doesn't belong to anybody. It's me. It's not it's because you. Pastor yeah. A or Pastor B told me this and this and that. This and and that. My mom is telling me this and this and that. No, nah, it's me. 
on my journey with the most high, the I am of I am and mm-hmm. spirit. And that's where my confusion is. And I'm fine with it mm-hmm. because it's in chaos. It's in confusion. That light comes, that clarity comes, that order happens. Also, there is no way that God calls us to be in religion. God Come calls on. us to be in relationship. Ooh. And mm. relationships look different for every single individual. Thank you. So this the concept of this unified, everything should look exactly like this. Man-made. To me, it doesn't make sense. Because my relationship with my mother is not the same thing as my sister's relationship with her. Straight Even up. though we're both in relationship with her. Straight up. And nobody can say that either of our relationships are bad. So why do we place the same the same expectation on God, who is the author of relationship? At, this is this is this is where my peace came. My peace came in understanding that God didn't call me to be in religion, he called me to be in relationship with him. And therefore you coming to judge my relationship with him, you're out of place because you you, you do not live my life. And it's only him who has the power to judge the contents of my heart. Yeah, yeah. We're, so, we're, we're going to get into that content of your heart thing. But you know what you just said, what you just said, it's so interesting. Like you're talking about your journey and these are like what you're seeing are things that I also came to realization of mm-hmm. during my journey that made me feel like, oh, okay, then it doesn't really matter like what I decide to do because it's between me and God. Yeah, You know, I understand that a lot of times, like the last church that I left, it wasn't our right church, to be honest. It was really a great church. Um, We learned a lot of things, but there was just this prompting in my heart to go. And this time for the first time, I said, I'm going to listen and I'm going to mm-hmm. go, you know. And then when I made that decision to to leave and to go, I realized I was like, hold on. So you guys are trying to tell me that this one diverse or great God that created birds and all type of birds, all type of dog, all type of cat, all type of horse, all type of things, all type of humans wants us to deal with them the exact same way. Hmm. Impossible. I don't know. It, it it that 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 was one of the questions like I I was asking myself, like, is this how he wants? Like everybody has to follow it like this. Everybody has to follow it, you know, like you know that scripture where they say Jesus is the the way, the truth, and the life, you know. No one comes um, to the Father except through me. Except but through him. Even so, except through me, which means that you need to be in a relationship with Jesus. That's all that means. But then, but even, it's so funny, you say with Jesus, but then, you know, like for me, Jesus represents love too. So I personally feel like it's more of like, it's not the physical person of it's not. Yeshua, Jesus, but it's about his persona, love. You cannot get through God. Without love. Without love. I 100% agree with you because... Um, I started rereading my Bible recently. Mm, I had questions about it. <laughs> one mm-hmm. of my questions, God, and I'm, I'm still I don't have an answer for this one yet. But like God, mm-hmm. how come knowing the person that King James was, why we use the King James version of the Bible? That's a really good question. I haven't gotten an answer yet, but that was one of my questions. But I'm rereading it right, and one of the first things says that we saw that it was good in creation. Mm. Mm. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God always existed yeah. in spirit plane. In spirit. The only reason why he sent Jesus as a physical personification is because at that time, that is what humanity needed. They mm. needed an actual person. That's it. Right? So a relationship with Jesus is a relationship with God. I'm with sorry. God. I, I can't. How can you separate the three? He is the Godhead it's like God in three persons, the Blessed Trinity. One is it's it's one. It's God. But do you find that um, when you you know when we talk about like Trinity, we talk about mm-hmm. God, Jesus, and everything? Do you find that this story, or this you know this creation mm-hmm. story? Do you ask the question just as you want to ask it? <laughs> I want to ask like, do you think it's real? Do you think this is the hmm. real the real story? I of think creation? there are gaps. I think there are gaps. I also think. It was written as a story. Yeah. Right? I don't know the science behind the story, but obviously you know there's science. Bangs? Yeah. That's God going so. Yeah. I mean, I don't, this is the other thing. I don't see a separation between science and, and, and what I read in the Bible. Like you tell me, okay, yeah, so 
it was a big bang. I'm like, yeah, 100% it was a big bang. Let there be light. That happened when God said, let there be light. Bang, big bang. And there was so light. what happened. There was like, light. Okay, but, but, but what about evolution? Yes, yeah, species evolve, 100%. Yeah. Because we got to adapt. Remember the flood? Yeah, yeah. Remember that whole big flood when everything got extinct? That was an extinction event that happened, guys. Hmm? Yeah. See? Extinction event. And I feel there is, or what story? In, um, in uh, I can't remember per se. I hope I don't mess up <laughs> indigenous um, like stories, but I feel like there is an indigenous group that have a similar story about some flood. I can't remember it per, like word per word, but you know, the more you read into like different um different belief systems it seems as if every single belief system has a puzzle of something mm -hmm. you get and then yeah. the more you tap in the more you realize that okay so everything that for instance the indigenous people are saying asians chinese asians indian mm -hmm. asians um african spiritualities who else do we have that's out there? The Jews, the Muslims, everything that everybody is seeing is part of this big puzzle or this big creation story. Yeah. It's not said the same way, but it all fits in. It's all, yeah. you take, if you really take the time and you humble yourself and don't make yourself feel like, oh, I'm Christian. So no, this is what, think about, this. No. about mm -hmm. no, think, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like literally think about it think about it and and you know i personally when it comes to christianity christianity for me has done what it had to do at the moment that it had to do it for the last over 15 years of my life or even longer because i i've been going to church since a child but it wasn't as you know strict mm -hmm. um so i would say like over the past 30 years of my life i think christianity has helped me and i feel like i'm at a place where this because I've been seeking, I've been seeking and I'm at a place where God is just like, okay, you're ready. You're ready to understand another level of stuff. And, you know, one of the things I realize also is like a lot of people sometimes when they see other Christians leaving their church, what breaks my heart or what hurts me is when we start um, calling them and judging them, calling them backsliders or let's pray for this brother, let's pray for this sister. Did you get that experience? Like, I know you said you haven't totally like left the church, but oh, did you I, get I, I, mm, experience I wouldn't even that? say I haven't totally left the church. I, I don't go to church. I haven't been to inside of a church building in God knows how long. Um, yeah, my mm -hmm. mother tells me all the time that she knows that I'm backsliding. And she's praying for you? Oh, absolutely. God, she's praying for my soul. For your and I soul. said to her, I remember she kept saying it and I said to her, I'm like, Instead of making an assumption on what my relationship with Jesus is like, how about you ask me? Why don't you ask me? Ask me what my relationship is like. Ask me where I'm at. Wow. But um, I just don't get affected by what people in the church say about me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's sad to say this. I just don't. I just don't really care. I just I recognize that sometimes that I'm going to get judged. Period. Yeah. I know this is going to happen. Um, yeah. I recognize that people judge you from the place that they are at. Mm. So unless you yourself are God, I, your judgment is, it means nothing and it shouldn't affect my course. It seems like there's like an awakening happening since 2020, you know, this and from what I've heard every hundred years, something crazy happens. <laughs> and for us, it was a pandemic that shifted a lot of perspective and thing. Um, yeah. What would you share with someone that's going through some, some form of an awakening and they just don't know what to do? Mm, um, be, trust yourself. That's what I would say. Mm, trust, yeah. trust yourself and trust the fact that this journey that you're on is yours to go through. And if you want an example of someone who trusted themselves, and was really on this journey. Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights by himself. He was on the journey. He was on the journey. Wow. That is so true. That is, that's, that's literally <laughs> what it was, right? Like he literally was on this journey on his own. Um, he went by himself. Yeah, all by Nobody himself. Left. He did have the covering of God, even though he felt he didn't, even though he mm. felt he was being forsaken. He was but some days you're going to feel like that. Like, you know what? I stepped away and I'm, hmm, what is happening? What's happening? It's, I feel like every single human being should go through some sort of awakening. And if yeah. you don't, that means that you're following something blindly. Yes, you're in bondage. You're not, ah, 
actually living this life on purpose with intention mm. you're just following um which i think is actually more dangerous than anything else yes so that's why i didn't think anything of um well i didn't think anything initially with, with my with the TCM journey, I I started doing was just massages, and then I started doing acupressure. Which to me, I didn't think much about it because it's pressure points in the body. It's a kid getting a massage. There's nothing wrong with the massage, you know. It's when we started doing more um, sound therapy mm. that I started going, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going What's on? Happening here? <laughs> um, let's let's dive into that journey a bit. You know, we spoke yeah. a lot about the whole Christian thing, uh, mm-hmm. but let's dive a bit into the the TCM. So the TCM journey, what really sends me headfirst into this journey is is indeed me going, okay, what's next? And then I remember after having done an acupressure um, session, uh, my my TCM practitioner took out her tuning forks and she she took out what her her sound tuning forks okay okay i just need to clear the energy i just need to clear it clear the energy and i'm like okay sure Mm. and the sensation that i had at that point in time Mm. i was like oh what is all this tingly feeling and then it just felt so at ease she's like your body is really receptive and then i remembered before my mom started going to church before we all started going to church when i was Mm. in elementary school my mom Mm. had a friend that used to do reiki on me Mm. yeah and it reminded me of having reiki get done yeah then i started you know what else is there in tcm besides acupressure then there's there's herbology which is not very different to my grandmother's bush medicine tell me about it girl Mm. right so the more i started seeing the parallels for me it's Mm -hmm. the more i was like no i'm i equally believe in tcm Mm -hmm. as i believe in my in my spiritual my spiritual um life and mm-hmm. one doesn't oppose the other you know this whole thing about cultural appropriation and stuff mm. you know and a lot of times um i i feel like most of the time is when we see like caucasians yeah. dive into these type of practices and then people, yeah and then like you know the originals are like cultural appropriation and all of that yeah. stuff do you do you get attacked like that sometimes being practiced? Uh, no, I don't because I'm not a practitioner myself. Okay. And my okay. practitioner well, my the main practitioner that I did have who teaches she also teaches now is mm-hmm. Chinese. So I've never been I've never been attacked in that sense because again I'm not a practitioner. So I myself I do not do energy work on mm-hmm. others. Um, I have had it done on myself. What I've gotten into, say, starting mm-hmm. to get into, um, actually, are crystals. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I've been trying to work a lot more with my own intuition. and Just, you know, mm-hmm. tapping into that, following my, my intuition. So, yeah, I've gotten into crystals. I'm learning. I'm, I'm still in baby stages of learning on mm-hmm. them. Um, but I've always been an empath like i've always felt all the feelings mm. and now i feel um it's for me helping me to deal with myself as in learning myself and learning my my intuition i often would, would so see we have a little, we have a little visitor with us today <laughs> your little girl is 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 channeling in you know her inner <laughs> her inner <Yes>. tcm practitioner <laughs> <laughs> yes she actually so i guess she to me she's i guess a tcm baby um yes in the sense of i had a lot of of, of work done with her so she's mm. i had all my acupressure appointments all through my pregnancy mm. to help with her um yeah. even through well labor um just before labor um mm. i had the pressure points that i needed that I had access to to help to help alleviate some of the pain. Okay. Okay. Nice. So 
Girl, TCM baby indeed. <laughs> TCM baby indeed. That's awesome. Um, I know that you shared a little bit about um, a, uh, a little bit about what Chinese medicine is kind of composed yeah. of. Could you do you mind going in a little bit deeper um, for those that are not really familiar um, with this practice? Sure. So traditional Chinese medicine is exactly as it sounds. It's the medicine that is used. Um, traditionally in Chinese culture, there are a few facets to it. Massage therapy actually is one of it because the Chi- the Chinese believe in balance, and that's mm-hmm. balance of body, balance of spirit, balance of emotion, all of those things. They also mm-hmm. believe that all of those things are interconnected. When you have disease in your body, it is indeed um, an imbalance that you have. It could be an energy blockage, and energy blockage can show itself up in dif- in different Different areas ways. of your life. I don't know enough to give you a very detailed view, but I know mm-hmm. that sometimes if your spleen is blocked, you might have um, things like uh, headaches or rage. It shows itself in both physical and emotional aspects of you. And does it also use the chakra points um, to? So you can have uh, a practitioner mm-hmm. that um, that goes through all of your chakra points and and mm-hmm. um, and all of that. They're all part of meridian points. So okay. in your body, okay. you have lines that go through. There there are some practitioners that go more into chakra healing and those sorts of things, but mm-hmm. at the very base of it, it does consist of acupuncture and mm-hmm. Chinese herbs. Right. So I said acupressure because there is also the practice now of instead of doing acupuncture so you don't have any needles, they're mm-hmm. actually physically with you the entire session and they mm-hmm. are pressing on specific pressure points. And that's mm-hmm. that's where it speaks about bringing your body back into balance. So into balance, yeah. often in an intake, they ask you, not just about your physical state, but also your emotional state. Because mm. as, as, I'm, as, I, as I was mentioning, if your disease or dis-ease it does not mm. just present in your physical body, it also will present in your emotional, emotional. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long have you been walking in, in this, um, wow. practice, um, this practice? Five years, maybe? Five years, okay. I want to say five years. Maybe longer, actually. Five, no, five, six years. Five, six years. Mm. So, talking about balance and um, being, a, you know, using Chinese medicine to, um, I guess, to help with our with balance in ourselves. Uh, I know one of the things that we were talking about earlier before we 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 mm-hmm. tapped into this conversation was some of the teachings that we've had mm-hmm. growing up concerning our hearts, mm-hmm. and you know, for me. And I think you mentioned something in the conversation also concerning the heart. And I said, we're going to get back to it. I want us to kind of look at the heart and what Christianity or what the church or religion, I don't even know which one to use, but Mm -hmm. um, what they've taught you concerning Mm -hmm. your heart and what you've learned in Chinese medicine concerning your heart. Oh, okay. So... In Chinese medicine, your heart is not... They don't really speak about the heart because the heart is a muscle. Mm. Yes, it's an organ that pumps everything um, around. But we, in Chinese medicine, at least, I feel like we speak a lot more about the spleen and the liver, which feeds the, spleen the heart. and the liver. Yeah, which mm, feeds your heart, right? Um, I, I don't have anything in particular that was spoken about with respect to my heart. Yeah, more of the spiritual aspect of it. Um, yeah, when it comes to like the energies and yes. the energy so of the heart. Yes, intuition. Let me speak about intuition. Okay. So even in within the chakra, the chakra realm of of things, and I don't know much about the chakras, but I, I do know a bit more about uh, intuition. Um, there's the inner and the outer heart, right? There's mm-hmm the heart that you keep for yourself mm-hmm. and then there's the heart that you show to everyone else. Um, the pink and the green. Exactly. The pink and the green. <laughs> the pink and the green. Um, that is where it plays into a little bit more. It doesn't really, it's not so much 
within the, the aspect of traditional Chinese medicine, but more in terms of energy work. When you energy work, because mm-hmm. when you do traditional Chinese medicine, you do enter into the realm of being an energy worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you start speaking about having your chakras and balance and mm-hmm. and and aligning chakras and making sure that that everything again is in that state of balance. So in terms of heart, heart is really it speaks a lot about love, mm-hmm. love and care. So when you speak about self love and self perceptions and all of those things, they come and they fall into that that heart mm-hmm. chakra view, that pink. The pink colored heart mm-hmm. chakra, mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe the green one is a deeper view of your heart, which is the one that's inside, so the internal view of your heart. And that one is less about perception and more about your own truth of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of heart is self; it, it's self and not others. Like you know, you speak about throat; throat is others. It's what you、mm-hmm. see, what you project, but heart、mm-hmm. is to the core of who you are. Of who you are.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see again. I don't see a big difference in terms of that and what we're taught in Christianity or in the church,、um, because it's always said that God will judge us by the contents of our hearts. Meaning,、mm-hmm. he'll judge us by our truest nature, our, our truest truth. character, which is our truth,、mm-hmm. which is we really are. That makes so, so much sense. I found a lot of parallels.、Mm-hmm. I find that people often、um, discredit things that they don't understand, but if they were to take the time to understand it, then maybe they'll see、yeah. it's not so different than what what you say on a regular basis.、Mm-hmm. Anyway, because there are lots、mm-hmm. of things in Christianity that people think are. Exceedingly incredulous, but we believe it. Yeah, so true, so true. And you know, for me, when it comes to the heart, this is something that recent. I'm, I'm like, um, it's how do I put it? It's recent, recently, like, come to my attention. You know, and I think it's my heart that's been like kind of speaking to me、mm-hmm. to really look into my heart. Um, but what you just said concerning, like, you know, God judging us through, um, but even when. <sighs> When it talks、mm-hmm. about judgment and all of that thing,、mm-hmm. I have anyway, that's another day's conversation. But that, <laughs> I have my own, you know, yeah,、um, concerns. I feel like with I, that I know.、Word. Me too. Yeah, I, I really do.、Um, because for me, I always felt like my heart was an area that I have to be so mindful of, in a sense that、um, I couldn't trust it. Because、mm-hmm. my heart is deceptive, it would deceive、mm-hmm. me. It would lead me into the wrong path, you know. So for a very long time, like when I had these desires of my heart, I wouldn't really trust them, and it was so confusing for me. Because then there's also other passages in the scriptures that will tell you, like, you know, God gives you the desires of your heart, and then there's another scripture that says, like, the heart is deceptive. So I'm just like, what the heck is going on, like, you know? So I was really confused for a while, but recently. You know, the more I learn, I learn about like this whole energy stuff, and the more I'm realizing the heart actually is the center place. When you look at the 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 realm of energies, is the center that emulates or that gives out the most light. You know, when you when you do things out of the heart, when you when you open yourself up, when you open up your heart to your own possibilities, that's that's what connects you to like all of the different、um, desires that you want. It's all that's that's where the scripture God will give you the desires of your heart is because it needs to be open and 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 re- and then from there you will receive. You know, but for me. I was confused. I was really confused about like this whole thing, like so so confused. But when you when you just said about you know God will look at you、mm-hmm. <laughs> through your own truth through your heart, it it makes sense when you talk about truth and heart. It it、yeah. totally makes more sense for me, and there's a little bit of clarity in that area. But I'm still exploring. Um, still exploring my heart, you know, because I used to be like the pr- that. My prayer was always like, "Create in me a new heart and purify me." You know, cast me not away from your presence. And but、yeah. what is that? You see, I get it. I totally understand that because I've been there too. And the question、mm. is, but what does that mean? 
What do you mean by surefire? I don't know. That's the thing. You know, it's like you just follow mm-hmm. what David said. You just take exactly. your Bible and you and just you follow what is it. And this is it. And yeah. And you, you for for me, it was like, okay, like I don't necessarily fully understand it in, in, in completeness, but I know that David said it and God did this and this and this and blessed David for it. So I'm going to be blessed and, and this and this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> Because I think when it says to guard your heart, and this is my own perception again, um, mm. it means to be mindful of your intention. Mm, yeah. If you do something good for someone with bad intentions, then what you did was bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So I understand that place of, of confusion because I still have those moments with certain things. I'm like, mm-hmm. see how for you that word judge is a trigger. That's a big trigger. It used to be for me until I'm like, you're going to judge anyway, so... Whatever. I'm I t- but you know one of the things I've recently learned um concerning that word. But when it comes to my own, not even like other people's judgment, because as you said, people are gonna judge you no matter what. But concerning our us judging ourselves, because we're really good at that, is yeah. don't use the word judge, don't judge yourself, observe yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't be like, Oh, you're this, you're this, you're that. Why are yes. you like this? Why are you always like that? Why, why are you always like that? Like, why are you why? Kind of just Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just change, Agnes? Like, you know, like, but so more harsh. like, oh, yeah, we are so harsh towards ourselves, right? But more look at it more as in, oh, I've noticed that you're acting like this, you know? Like, you want to go and explore that? that? Yeah. Why? You know that? why that why that bothers you so much? Why does that bother you? Why yeah. does that cause that whatever that feeling is or emotion yeah. is to come out? whenever this happens um yeah so big learning experience i feel like um this journey is about learning and unlearning is even with speech when you said judge yes for me it's not a word that triggers me but understanding that if it's a word that we're triggering to me understanding why why it would be triggering um but for me it's been it's been a great experience of learning and unlearning and also in the same way giving myself grace Within this time to learn and unlearn. Because I know that there are tons of people out here that will be like, her, she's not a Christian. Do not Mm -hmm. listen to this girl. Mm -hmm. She's not a Christian. Mm -hmm. And then my question to them would be like, what is a Christian? Mm. So we're going to leave that to our listeners. We are asking you, what is a Christian? Let us know. So Rema, thank you so much for showing up. But just before we go, I, there's a little game that I I'm, I started playing with my guest, sure. and I have seven very random questions. Okay, they're okay. kind of like stupid, but whatever, it's just for fun. Okay, yeah. um, so it's from one to seven, and mm-hmm. um, which number would you choose? Three. Okay. Oh, okay. This one's an interesting one. <laughs> it, this is so interesting. Okay. If you had to reincarnate, what would you reincarnate yourself as? An elephant. An elephant. Why? Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know why I love them so much. I feel like there are these wise, sentient beings that uh, even though they're so massive, they move through this earth with such grace and grace. such a good stuff. I'm just in awe of elephants really amazing thank you and i find that such an interesting question because like you're into chinese medicine and like you know (laughs) (laughs) do like reincarnation they they walk with us well anyways that was really nice once again hon thank you so much do you have any last words that you would like to leave anybody that's tuned in with us if you feel like process trust your journey only you know what that journey looks like and remember that god called us to relationship not religion. And you got it there. We had Rayma with us today. Rayma Grant Hugens. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. Thanks, Agnes. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today. We do hope that you learn a thing or two out of this episode. Kindly follow us on all of our social media platforms. And yo, something great is happening. Look out for our website coming out fall 2022. Take care. See you next Thursday.